Hello everyone, join me today as I take you to California to attend one of the most famous events that has been happening every year for over 100 years. Also, we'll visit the Pretendomatic again. We're going to catch up with Jonah. Last episode was so intense. Whoa, I wonder if he got thrown overboard. Of course, we have our What's It, our Random Nature Fact game show, and so much more. I'm really happy that you're joining me today here on God's Great Earth. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Aguilera, and welcome to the show. I'm very excited that you're here because we are going to have an amazing time together. It is so cool that we can get together and talk about some cool God stuff. So are you ready? Let's go! As always, I love to start off every single episode with a brain teaser. This helps to sharpen our brains, get them ready. It's like doing little brain exercises. And of course, the cool thing that I just love about this is that you guys send them in from all over the world. I just love getting those. And the one that I'm going to share with you from today comes from Brianna in Apopka, Florida. All right, so here we go. It's as light as a feather, but the strongest person can't hold it for more than five minutes. What is it? Whoa, okay. It's as light as a feather, but the strongest person can't hold it for more than five minutes. What is it? Cool. All right. So think about that a little bit. And as always, we will get together at the end of the show to review the answer. Of course, if you have a brain teaser that you'd like to share with us so that we can put it here on the show, we would love to get it. But in order to do that, you're going to have to go to our website at godsgreatearth.com and you will see a form right there for you to submit those. Can't wait to get it. Keep them coming. Thank you for sending those in. Right now it is time for the greatest adventure. Our God's Great Earth adventure today is called Nature on Parade. While I was studying in college in Michigan, I always traveled back home to Southern California to see my parents for Christmas. It was a nice break from the winter weather. I had several other relatives that lived in the area. So one year, one of them, a cousin of mine, suggested that we try something new during the holiday. He suggested that we go and see the Rose Parade in person on New Year's Day. We discussed the idea and researched a little bit about what it would be involved, you know, to go and see the parade. Distance wasn't a problem. Pasadena wasn't too far away. The parade started pretty early, so we would have to be leaving pretty early that day. And we liked the idea, so on New Year's Eve, we packed up the car, some folding chairs, and made some lunches and went to bed. Early the following morning, we drove to Pasadena to park and to stake out a spot along the parade route. The tradition of doing the Rose Parade started in 1890. Wow, so it was well known and hundreds of thousands of people came from near and far every year to see this spectacle. And I have to admit, it was very impressive to see float after float go by decorated from top to bottom with colorful natural materials. That was the rule. Every surface of the float framework had to be covered by things such as flowers, plants, seaweed, bark, seeds, vegetables, nuts, etc. In addition to the amazing floats, huge marching bands also went by, as well as equestrian teams, animals, and occasionally even a convertible car would go by with a famous sports figure or 
some sort of movie star or somebody waving at everyone. I've seen several parades in my life, but this one was extra special because of that one rule of only using natural materials. You know who designed and made all of those natural materials, right? Yep, that was God. Nature is all around us for us to appreciate and enjoy. As a matter of fact, next time you look at nature, remember that you are looking at God's own artwork. Also remember, he didn't create it for himself. He created it as a gift for you to enjoy. Psalm 145 verse 5 says, On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. Alrighty, it is time for a what's it? What is that sound I heard? <laughs> well, I'm going to play a sound for you right now, and your job is to figure out what that sound is. What is making that sound? And of course, it is something from nature. It is something that God made. But will you be able to identify the sound? All right, here we go. Are you ready? Check it out. All righty. <laughs> Think about that for a little bit. Of course, you're probably already figuring out that sounds like a dog. All right. I'll give you that much. It is a dog. But the question is, what kind of dog was that? I will come back at the end of the episode to reveal the answer. So do some thinking. Alrighty, everyone. It is that time of the show. Time to visit the Pretendomatic, which, of course, is my pretend time machine. And since Bible characters were real people, it is so cool to use the Pretendomatic to go back and talk with them. Now, last time we were together was pretty intense. The sailors were coming to throw Jonah overboard in the middle of the storm. Whoa. Let's turn on the Pretendomatic and enter our coordinates. And I'm going to jump ahead a couple days. this beach and I guess the storm passed already but whoa what is that horrible smell it's me whoa you, you scared me J Jonah is is that you that's right whoa, what happened to you you smell horrible I I'm sorry to say that Jonah but wow it's bad like really bad I know I know believe me I can smell myself it's bad I know Wow, well, the last time I saw you was three days ago. You were on the boat going to Tarsus and that huge storm came over the ship and wouldn't go away. Right, how could I ever forget that day? What a nightmare. So, so tell me what happened, I'm dying to know. Fine, I'll tell you everything that happened. So, as I said last time, I knew the storm was beating up on the ship because of me. Because I was disobeying God. Right. Yeah, and I had told the sailors that the only way to stop the storm was to throw me overboard. Yeah, right. And that's exactly what happened. The funny thing is, before grabbing me, they said, Jonah, I'm really sorry we're throwing you overboard. Right, yeah, well, you told them to, and they were probably terrified for their lives, and you were giving them a solution. You're right, and I can't blame them either. So that's exactly what they did. They threw me into those terrible, horrible waves during that storm. Wow, that must have been rough. It was rough, but at the same time, a relief. 
because a few moments after hitting the water, I was back on the surface, doing my best to tread water for as long as I could. Right. But in a storm, that must have been super hard. You're totally right. It's hard enough to tread water when the sea is calm, but during an intense storm, oof. But you did it for a while. I did. The amazing thing is that I did it long enough to see what happened next. The boat, of course, continued away from me, and I was left alone in the water. Wow, that's scary. You said it. Scary and quite terrifying. But as I was treading water and watching the boat disappear into the distance, I noticed that the storm had immediately begun to go away. It was amazing. Incredible. At least to know for a moment that I was right. And even though the whole storm thing was my fault, at least the people on that boat were now saved. That's really amazing, but you were there stranded in the middle of the sea all by yourself. Yeah, well, I'm not a great swimmer and I guess I'm not in great shape, so I knew I was going to start running out of treading energy soon. Whoa, that's scary. It is, but then that's when I realized something even more scary. More scary than being overboard in the sea treading water? Yeah, way more scary. What happened? I found out pretty quick that uh, I wasn't alone. There was something big lurking in the water. Whoa, like things weren't already bad enough for Jonah. Now he has some sort of creature circling. Yikes. We'll come back to Jonah in a few minutes to see what happened next. Hey, listener, I hope you're enjoying the show today. Usually I mention that I have a free book that I'd like to offer you, Firewalkers, and I hope you've taken advantage of that. It's from a series called Bible Time Adventures, and there's a whole bunch of other books in that series. I just wanted to mention that we do sell these books on our website, so if you want to go there and check them out, the second book in that series is called Fire from the Sky. Of course, these are fun stories because we get to see Bible stories from the point of view of some kids that were there. Check out our website and the Fire from the Sky book by visiting GodsGreatEarth.com. Right now, it is time for today's random nature fact. Have you heard of fireflies? Yeah. Well, I just love fireflies, those little bugs that light up when it's dark outside in the summer. They have special little organs on the underside of their abdomen called photophores that make light. These light-producing cells have nerves, air tubes, and two types of chemicals, luciferin and luciferase. When combined with oxygen from the air tubes, the reaction produces a reddish-orange light. By the way, some people call them lightning bugs, depending on where you live. In the United States, it seems like people on the West Coast and in New England like to call them fireflies, while people in the Midwest and the South like to call them lightning bugs. What do you call them? Well, their scientific name is Lamparidae. Not only are these little beetles cool, their light is cool too. Unlike natural and human-made light, their light gives off no heat. This complex process is called bioluminescence, which means living light. Just as God created these tiny creatures to light up the darkness around them, did you know that God also called you to do the same? Yeah, you might not actually have a light that turns on, but you do have a light of joy that you can share with everyone around you because you have Jesus in your heart. So, let everyone see your light. Alrighty, it is time for a humor break. It is time for Silly Minute. And I have three great jokes that I would love to share with you today, and they were all sent in by three different people around the world. 
So our first one comes to us from Zachary P. And he says, what has eyes but cannot see? The answer, a pineapple. <laughs> Those little things all the way around them. Those are called eyes. <laughs> all right. Our next one is from Joseph G. in Daytona Beach. And he says, what does a Jeep use when it gets lost? A Jeep ES. GPS. <laughs> All right. And our last one comes to us from Carissa D. in Brooklyn, New York. And she says, What do you call a belt made out of watches? The answer? A waste of time. <laughs> your waist, right? Around your waist. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Zachary, Joseph, and Carissa for sending those in. Love to get those giggles out. Of course, if you know some funny, squeaky clean jokes, we'd love to get them so we can share them with everyone around the world. So please go to our website and submit some there on the form. Have you ever made a dumb mistake? Yeah, I have. We all have. The next thing you know, I've made another mistake and then another. <sighs> What's wrong with me? I'm human. So are you. It's one of those qualities we inherited without choice. Everyone on the planet has made mistakes. I feel bad for President Richard Nixon. The sad reality is that when most people think of Richard Nixon now, they think of one thing, Watergate. He made a huge mistake that embarrassed him and forced him to resign as the President of the United States in 1974 and disgraced the presidency. A lot of people were upset that this happened. They were even more upset when a month later, President Ford, the new president who had been the vice president, granted him a full, free, and absolute pardon. The pardon ended any possibility of facing criminal charges. He was completely forgiven. That's called grace. If you've ever wondered how to describe grace to someone, think of this story. It's a story that should be familiar to all of us because we're all sinners. Each one of us has made mistakes, and none of us deserve forgiveness. But every time we come to God and ask for forgiveness, He pardons us. He forgives us. After being pardoned, Nixon said, No words can describe the depths of my regret and pain that the anguish of my mistakes over Watergate have caused the nation and presidency. Making mistakes comes with pain, not just for you, but for the people around you too. If you genuinely ask God for forgiveness, He will forgive you. You need to also ask the people who hurt. You also need to ask the people you hurt for forgiveness too. Don't worry if they don't want to forgive you. Your job is only to ask for forgiveness when you do wrong. Alrighty, let's go back to the Pretendomatic and our talk with Jonah. Okay, Jonah, so you're in the water. You're all alone. The storm is subsiding, but now you realize you're not alone. That's exactly right. Of course, I couldn't control myself, so I started screaming and yelling. At what? At anything. I was terrified. I guess I was also trying to maybe see if the boat would turn around and come get me, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. And they were probably pretty far off now. Yeah, for sure. And after everything the sailors had gone through already, you can say they probably didn't want me back on board again anyway. True. So you're screaming. Yeah, kicking and screaming. And treading water at the same time, I guess. So what did you see? 
Well, it's not just what did I see, it's also what I felt. Felt? Yeah, under me. Under you? Yep. As I said, I was not alone because all of a sudden I could feel the water move under me, as if a large creature swam past me. Oh boy, that's not nice. Not at all. Believe me, I was screaming my head off even louder. I suppose the screaming was helping? Uh, I don't think so, but if anything, maybe it was helping this creature know exactly where I was or something. Man, that is not good. It wasn't. At first, I started feeling it pass every few minutes. Then, it was like every 30 seconds. Then, all of a sudden, I actually started feeling some sort of large creature bump into me. Bump into you? (sighs) Most people would have fainted right there. Yeah, well, I was too busy screaming my head off and kicking at whatever was down there starting to bump into me. Wow, so what happened next? Well, this is the part that gets a little blurry. You see, with all the screaming and kicking and everything, I started to struggle to stay afloat. I started to dip under the water and swallow a bunch of water. Then I really felt myself starting to sink deeper and deeper into the sea. I knew it was all over. Wow, and then? Well, then one of those times I guess I kind of passed out for a moment or something. I suddenly regained consciousness again. Huh? I I don't get it. What are you saying? Well, I woke up. Inside a big fish. What? Wait a second. I don't think I heard you right. (laughs) I thought you just said you woke up inside a big fish? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I know, it's hard to believe. It's really completely crazy and insane. But I'm telling you, when I came to, I was inside some kind of very large fish or whale or something. Oh, this story is just blowing my mind, Jonah. You are now inside a fish? Yep, and it's moving all over the place. And it was very crowded in there and completely pitch dark. And yes, as you can imagine, the smell was beyond horrible. This is really an incredible story, Jonah. This is just shocking to the core. So what happened next? Well, let's just say I started praying. Right there in that nasty, slimy place. I finally came to God in earnest prayer. I was in trouble. I was in big trouble. Whoa, what an incredible story. It's just amazing the things that he's telling me. I can't wait till our next episode so I can ask him what happened next. Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying this show and I hope this is bringing you and your family closer to God. If you want to help us continue be able to make this show so that people all over the world can enjoy and also be blessed, we need partners to help us. So if you want to support please go to our website at godsgreatearth.com and click on support. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone, it's journal time. It's time to pull those journals out. I think it's important to keep a journal, and it's basically a blank book or some pages that you can write in to keep track of your thoughts as you share with God. By the way, this is only for you, and nobody else should ever read your journal just between you and God. So my journaling question for you today is, if you could go back in time, what story from the Bible would you like to experience? Write about it. By the way, if you're looking for your own special journal to write in, please check out our website to get your own official God's Great Earth Journal.
Okay, everyone, it is time for game show. Have you been paying attention? Naturally, you have. You always do. You're so smart and good at that. Of course, you can prove it by shouting out the answers to these five questions that I am about to ask you. You can shout them out nice and loud so that everyone knows you've been paying attention. All right, here we go with question number one. What's the name of the parade that I went to? That's right, the Rose Parade. Very good. Let's check out question number two. Where was Jonah's boat trying to get to? That's right, Tarsus. All right, let's check out question number three. What did Jonah do when he got inside that big fish? That's right, pray. Man. All right, here we go with question number four. What is the scientific name of a firefly or lightning bug? Lamparody, that's right. All right, let's check out our last question, question number five. Who pardoned President Nixon? That's right, the new president, President Ford. All right, good job paying attention, everybody. Alrighty, it is now time to reveal the answer to the brain teaser. Thank you so much, Brianna from Apopka, Florida, for sending that in. You have definitely made us think. Of course, I will tell it to you one last time before I reveal the answer. Here we go. It's as light as a feather, but the strongest person can't hold it for more than five minutes. What is it? The answer? Your breath. <laughs> of course, there are professionals out there that can hold their breath for really long. <laughs> All right, well, if you have a brain teaser that you'd like to share on the show, remember, we'd love to get it. So just go to our website, fill out that form, and then we can have it and hopefully share it on an upcoming episode. And lastly, before we finish up our episode today, we must reveal the answer to that what's it. What was that sound we heard? We know it was a dog, but what kind was it? But don't worry, let me play it for you one last time. Here it is. Yep, that's a dog. Sounds like a little dog, too. That is a Pomeranian. Ooh, maybe you have one and you recognize it. <laughs> All right, good job, everyone. Well, I can't believe it, but our time is up. I've had a great time here with you. Remember, in life, we are going to experience some very difficult things, just as Jonah did. But no matter where you are, God is always there with you. Also, don't forget that even though we all make mistakes, we can ask God for forgiveness and he will forgive us and take our guilt away too. Lastly, no matter where you go, no matter who you meet, let's always be a light for Jesus. Love God, love others, and change the world. We'll see you next time here on God's Great Earth.